0: Why the heck isn't this clean? You guys don't care about me. You guys don't think about me. You are lazy so-and-sos, right. blah, 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 which would have triggered could've... my defensive survival sure. brain and I would have let you know what I thought about you.
1: And and I could have easily th- thrown out the, well, I, I didn't watch something I wanted to watch so I could take Isaac to the store. How come you guys couldn't just have waited to watch your show? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Why Unspoken Expectations Will Always Screw Up Your Marriage. Big time. Did I do good? You did fine. I just read it. I know. I didn't try to. Sometimes
0: you got to just do that. You like me?
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Well, because we
0: had a little thing.
1: Oh, I'm so tired of things. I know. I'm tired of talking about things on our podcast. I want to talk about other people's things on the podcast.
0: Yeah, the problem is that other people's things are the same things that we have.
1: Yeah, but I'm tired of having them.
0: (laughs) We just want to fix all you messed up people out there and just be perfect ourselves. I didn't say that. Today's going to be a good podcast.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Because in the last 24 hours, Less well, than. probably in the last 15 hours, you and I have had two major moments of disappointed expectations on on both of our parts. Right. You had majorly disappointed expectations in, in me night. and I had majorly oh, disappointed in expectations in you.
1: Yes, but my disappointed expectations weren't just in you. They were in everybody who was at home.
0: Should we tell them the story? sure tell us the story (laughs)
1: tell us the story i gotta scoot the story back a little bit saturday for some reason i gotta be in my bonnet telling me that i needed to clean out our closet and rearrange it because it's been stressing me out we spent the whole day working on getting the closet cleaned out and organized yesterday Paul and, Sunday. Paul and Sam and a friend of theirs went to the car show. And while they were at the car show, I finished cleaning the room, all the piles of stuff that needed to be organized still. And we were gone for six hours. Yeah. And, I, and I had a good time cleaning it. No big deal. No expectations of there was no expectations of me to finish it on my own and no disappointment that I was finishing it. I was just having a nice time. I you wanted, were working hard. Yes, I worked hard all day long. And not only that, then I even made dinner. And usually, that's kind of a phenomenon for me right now because if I worked really hard, I usually by the end of the day, and especially with seasonal affective disorder, four o'clock hits or the darkness sets in, and I am done.
0: So, mod pizza usually looks pretty good, right? Or or something. Costco pizza. Or Chinese uh, food. Leftovers. Or or every man
1: for himself. Yeah, low prep exactly and um but i actually had gotten dinner done as well which is a nice like dinner a, nice a roast really nice and
0: carrots and rice and ta- broccoli, mushrooms. mushrooms delicious a whole bunch
1: of stuff nice so it was meal. a very productive day for me however isaac and needed to go shopping to pick up a few things for school mm. and i needed to get a few things grocery for shopping. grocery shopping I told him I would take him after dinner, which was one just one more thing that was uh, just something I had to do. And we were getting ready to leave, and I thought, I should tell the guys, can you please get the kitchen cleaned up? Can you get dinner put away? And then I thought, no, I shouldn't have to tell them that. They should know that after I've worked hard all day after dinner. Someone's got to clean it up. And they'll go, they'll probably go, yeah, oh, mom's going grocery shopping. Let's just get dinner put away now so that she has a place to bring the groceries home to. So I thought, okay, I will just trust that that the kitchen will get taken care of. Got home, opened the door, and the first thing I see is everything still all over in the kitchen. And I was so disappointed. Here's just one more thing that I have to take care of.
0: The minute you walked in over the threshold of the door we knew because you couldn't even talk to us. I asked, what's wrong, honey? And you said, I don't want to talk about it right now. So Sam got up to come in and help you.
1: Yeah, he came in and helped. Um, Then he tried to give me a hug. I told him, I said, not right now, Sam. He's like, really? I said, yep, not right now. So Paul came in, Wanted to. he knew I was upset. And so he came and just started rubbing my back to show me that he cares about me. And I had to just tell him, I appreciate that, but I can't, I need my space. I need to finish what I'm doing so I can work out some of this frustration and disappointment that I'm feeling. But I will come and talk to you when I'm done. So I came out and I just sat down and I said, I'm really disappointed because I had thought that you guys would have gotten the kitchen clean. And the minute I walked in the door, I could see that there was just food left over from dinner and no place to put the groceries. And I'm really disappointed that it didn't, that you guys didn't think about taking care of that. I, I am so tired of asking for things to get done. I think that was the big that, and just feeling like nobody cares about me. Okay, mom worked all day, mom made dinner, mom's going grocery shopping, mom gets to come home and put dinner away, and mom gets to clean up.
0: Here's the rub in the story. I can understand why you would have those expectations They seem to be reasonable and understandable and and not out of place. But I had already planned on cleaning up the kitchen and slicing up the rest of the roast on the meat slicer and all of that. But Sam and I were just kind of finishing watching our show, and so it was a matter of timing. We didn't get the kitchen cleaned in the timing that you wanted us to have the kitchen cleaned by. Because if you would have come home and our show was already done, we would have already been up and cleaning the kitchen when you guys walked in and you would have had no disappointed expectations at all because it's like oh the boys are cleaning the kitchen that's great the whole point of this podcast today is how unspoken expectations become become toxic they become perfect perfect ammunition for fights and conflict in a relationship because you came home and you were telling me We didn't do something the way that you wanted it to be done, the way you expected it to be done. You had expectations, unspoken expectations of us doing it a certain way at a certain time. Right. Right. Expectations like that, unspoken expectations like that is probably one of the greatest sources of conflict in marriages because there's a story that's already going on in one person's head. And you expect the other person to, to know what that is and be playing according to the same rules. It happened to me today because I came home and we were having lunch and halfway through lunch I said I'm really looking forward to the last little Klondike bar in the freezer and i I would love to share it with you because we had one extra one that was left over and and you had two last night and the one extra one would have been mine if I would have had two last night and you said well no I already ate that one and it's like really you didn't save that one that one's mine but again, I didn't. I didn't say, "Please don't eat the Klondike bar. Save it for me for lunch. I'm looking forward to it." And I was really, really disappointed. But my unspoken expectations put pressure on you. In my head, puts pressure on you right. to act a certain way and and to make certain decisions with with me in mind. And these unspoken expectations all the time become cancerous. And again, and within. 15 hours, we had two major, I don't know if these are major, but I don't know how major (laughs) a major for us, is, Uh, two incidents where both of our feelings were kind of hurt because it feels like the other person wasn't thinking about us. Right. And again, it isn't morally wrong or, or legally wrong or anything else like that. You just made a decision thinking about you. And last night I made decisions, Sam and I made decisions thinking about us, not thinking about you. Right. But those, it's what you do with those disappointed expectations. And I want to probably say that you handled it wonderfully. You were upset. You acknowledged you were upset. You also took enough appropriate time
1: and, and to I let care you, for your heart. And I let you know that I needed the time. Yeah. And that when I was done with the dishes, I would come back.
0: And when I tried to do things or Sam tried to do things to, you know, speed that up or comfort you in some way and you weren't ready for it you didn't snap at us you didn't yell at us you didn't treat us poorly and then when you were ready you came in and we had a very clear very rational very appropriate conversation where you could share your feelings and i could hear and understand i tried to validate your expectations were fine but then also explained our thought process right behind it, it.
1: and and when you explained it to me it made sense because we you had Talked to me earlier about wanting to slice the meat.
0: But had to let it cool down. Right. And so we might as well watch a show while it's cooling down. Neither one of us did anything wrong. But if we didn't have these skills in place, it could have easily erupted into a huge huge thing. You could have come in the kit, coming in the house and going, Why the heck isn't this clean? You guys don't care about me. You guys don't think about me. You are lazy so-and-sos, blah, 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 which would have triggered my defensive survival brain, and I would have let you know what I thought about you.
1: Right, and and I could have easily... thrown out the well i i didn't watch something i wanted to watch so i could take isaac to the store how come you guys couldn't just have waited to watch your show to take care of that i mean it can go round and round stuff, crazy different
0: layers and all of that this is where kind of um one of the four horsemen from john gottman's research that criticism piece you could have come in very critical and accusatory and blaming uh uh, for whatever decisions we made and sam and i are just sitting there watching a a tv show really not doing anything that bad. Or I could accuse you, you know, you're being selfish and what about me? And you ate my my, my tasty little num-num from the freezer wow. and you don't love me very much and you're selfish and, and uncaring. I mean, it's easy when people are not um, prepared or trained to know how to handle their feelings. It just comes out as teeth and claws and lashing out. And again, right. you can easily trigger the survival brain that defensiveness in in your partner in your spouse in some way right this is just the normal day-to-day stuff that we have in our relationships klondike bars and and groceries shopping and and dirty dishes but that is where most of the fights happen in people's relationships. It isn't usually the big, big huge things. things. It's the little everyday things that build up over time t- after time after time that create resentment, frustration, disappointment, nagging, criticism, defensiveness, all of these crappy dynamics in a relationship. And these are the exact things that the secure marriage framework is designed to start to teach you how to deal with those so that a trip to the grocery store doesn't end up in a huge fight on a Sunday night or a missing Klondike bar from the freezer doesn't end up with you guys mad at each other for two days. We want, we want you to know how to handle these situations so that they can get resolved um, quickly, kindly, appropriately, respectfully, patiently with each other. Um, and you can actually be on the same side of working out the issue that's over here. We can slide to the same side and work on the problem that's out here. We wanna teach you how to do that. And if this sounds like you know crazy ideas and you're going, yes, I would love for everyday little things to no longer be a problem. We're sick and tired of having that same fight or we're afraid of, um, touching on this subject, because this subject is guaranteed to cause a fight. If if you wanna have the tools to finally know how to to handle those, to deal with those, we encourage you to sign up for one of the online workshops we have at securemarriage.com. Um, or you can actually take an in-person workshop where you'll sit down with Shannon and I and nine other couples. We limit it to 10 couples and we can actually work through the specific issues that you have in your relationship with your spouse day to day and give you real life practical tools. Um, we call it the secure marriage framework. Now, again, if you don't want to do the in-person workshop, you can do an online workshop. Um, it all begins at securemarriage.com. When you, when you go there, there's going to be three free videos that are going to walk you through how communication, when communication is bad, it leads down to conflict, which now leads back to more bad communication. And now you're stuck on that conflict cycle. If you can learn how to change your communication, you can have positive communication, which actually gets you on the connection cycle. And it affects your communication, which now means you have better communication. You're on that connection cycle over and over. We wanna teach you how to communicate better with your spouse. And there's three free videos, doesn't cost you anything. All you gotta do is put in your email and that will get you the information on how to begin learning these skills that actually work day in, day out around both big and small things. The other day I was walking through this exact same framework with a, a couple in my office and And the wife says to me, how come we didn't know about this framework 10 years ago? This would have saved so many problems and hassles and headaches in our relationship as they are actually sitting on my couch talking divorce right now. We want to save you from your marriage ending over Klondike bars and dirty dishes, because actually that's what a lot of them do ending up ending over around is the little things. So. Um, Securemarriage.com is a wonderful place to start. You'll learn the basic tools there and then have an opportunity to sign up for the online workshop or the in-person workshop that Shannon and I will um, personally sit down with you and go through all these principles with. We'd love to see your marriage get better and better so that you fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. Thanks for listening and for watching and we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to securemarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at securemarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We are Paul and Shannon Elmore, and you've been listening to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse.
0: Don't start crying again.
1: Stop. Don't rub me. It's making me cry. (laughs) That's that's making you cry? Yeah. Oh, honey. How am I supposed to do an intro now?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Suck it up, Nancy.
1: I'm going to get a $1000 worth of therapy from these stupid podcasts.
0: <laughs> oh, honey.
1: I almost choked myself. Like, <laughs> Tears spit or something. You could pinch me really hard and I could cry. <laughs> and we could, oh, don't do-! Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less feeling... I had a spit bubble. Sorry.